0: Welcome to
1: the Chick Foley Show.
2: What is up, Foley fan? We are back with episode 149 of the Chick Foley Show. We are one week away from the milestone. Episode 150. It's a little bit of a slow week in wrestling, so we cooked up a uh, slightly different format for you guys. We think you're going to like. Let me start off by introducing the stars of the show, Sheena. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm tired. I've you know hauled the kids all over uh, South Central Kentucky. If you guys aren't noticing, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you're noticing I don't have all my Halloween zombies in the background. I'm in a whole new studio. I'm out here in like you know Alvaton Studio. So, uh, you know, hopefully everything sounds okay. Cause I'm out here in the boon sticks and the internet, you know, it's like basically like little crows flying back and forth, communicating with the internet. So, you oh. sound
2: smooth as hell right now. You sound like uh, Ira Glass on NPR, man. So, Ooh, that's the they, ultimate yeah.
0: compliment. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. The, the, the Thank good you. thing about
2: being out in the boonies, most of the people out there probably don't even know what the internet is. So you kind of got all the bandwidth <laughs> to oh yourself. Oh, my God. You know?
0: That's true. And Jelling. it's 8 30, uh, and we're kind of out here, you know, and like everybody's already in bed. You know, there's really nothing to do mm-hmm. out in the boonies, you know. So yeah, everybody's already sleeping right now.
2: <laughs> Marco, how's life up in Massachusetts? Good,
3: good. We're uh, just prepping for a, uh, for for Halloween. Trying to get our uh, costumes going, and the kids got their costumes, and uh, my wife got hers, and I'm working on mine right now. But uh, I'm not. I'm not going to give it away. It's going to be a secret. Oh, it's going to be uh, we're gonna a we're going to mystery reveal on Christmas. So yeah, so on so, Christmas, yeah, I,
0: on Halloween, Christmas, Halloween, Yeah, <laughs> what am I talking about? Drinks,
3: <laughs> drinks are already in the system. But yeah, um, yeah, I can't wait to uh, unveil it. It's going to be. I think
2: you guys will appreciate it. I'm stoked. Yeah. All right. She remind the folks where they can find you guys on. He's back. The one and only. The fig god. <laughs> She's got <laughs> fireflies out. Jordan, what's going on, man? What is up, dudes and dudettes? I am
4: uh, ready to talk some wrestling. It has been a slow week. Well, wrestling-wise, but not life-wise, so well, let's get it going. let <laughs>
2: For, uh, for those watching on YouTube, and again, we'll have the link in the show notes for the YouTube link. It wasn't as much of a surprise this time because you guys could see Jordan. I was actually looking into it if there was any kind of effects we could do on the uh, the Zencaster platform. I really kind of wanted Jordan's Steen to go black and we could try to splice in the old uh, the old Wyatt family video drop before he popped up. But uh, st- that's a little bit beyond our production value at the current time. But <laughs> Jordan, glad to have you, man. Uh, it's always fun when we get the uh, the fourth man in the booth. Anybody that's listened to our Patreon exclusive episode, you guys know uh, you're in for a treat anytime Jordan is on the episode. Sheena, remind the folks where they can find you guys on social media.
0: You can find me on Instagram at chick Foley Marco graciously running the Twitter machine over at chick Foley show. And you can join our Facebook group uh, at chick Foley um, It's a Patreon exclusive group, amazing stuff going on in there every single week. We have uh, our new Halloween havoc episode uh, that is launching this weekend. So stay tuned for that. Lots of fun, lots of, you know, we, we don't get too dirty here, but lots of effery, if you will, um, <laughs> that's going on in that episode. So oh, super yeah, stoked. Yeah, it's it's R rated. So, join us over there. Uh, listen to our bonus content, buy, sell, trade figures, and it's just a great group of uh, drama-free marks that uh you know. Yeah, and we got uh, Jordan, the best,
2: the best figure hunter in the United States, going out and uh, snatching up figs for everybody. That's right. He had a good figure uh, hunting
0: day today too.
2: Yeah, he did. It was a good day. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on during the figure four. Uh, Jordan, you want to plug your Fig God uh, Instagram?
4: Yeah, so uh, find me at the Fig God on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to start uploading some more videos of fig hunts I do and stuff now that I'm getting a little bit back to normal in life with work slowing down a little bit um so yeah we'll do some videos on there and, and you completed your it.
0: deck jordan's been doing it all dude he's, dude, he's working build he's deck. building he's building decks and Fucking patios around his got house a do-
4: got a dog like, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah i forgot about this, that it's just, just a dog
0: you got a puppy you got a puppy so yeah. that's like basically having a new baby you Man, know
4: it, it has it's been like a brand new year in the last month i mean yeah deck and a <laughs> dog it's like dude can anything else happen like let's just that's gonna be the that. name of
0: jordan's autobiography a deck and a dog and a dead guy, <laughs> Dick dog, and mm. a dead guy.
2: <laughs> uh, Marco, what's going on with the Pod Foundation this week?
3: Oh man! So we'll start it off with a uh, debate number forty-eight from the uh, Turnbuckle Tavern, which kind of you know sparked uh, what we got going on in this show this mm-hmm. week. So uh, with uh, with their with their conversation on Roman Reigns, but um, moving on, they have uh, the uh, Turnbuckle Sessions. Um, they did some historical homage with a. Uh, uh, Rick Flair versus Steamboat, and I believe Tito Santana versus Greg Valentine. Um, it's uh, Mike Belcaster and the OG Fig can uh, take you down memory lane and go over those two matches, nice stuff like that. It's actually really, really good listen if you guys haven't listened yet. Definitely. Um, and then we have extra cooler show uh, where they go over a uh, on SmackDown twenty years ago, not to this day, but the day they actually recorded it. It was a uh, TLC um, tag team match for the, uh, tag team championships, uh, which is pretty awesome. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the names because there's a person that we can't speak of. Um, (laughs) he's, I kind of barred from it. Um, he
0: who who should not be named.
3: Yeah. He, 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 who should not be named. Um, but then obviously, you know, AEW is tonight as we record. So there was no recap from the uh, turnbuckle tavern, but they do have a show called, uh, the tavern goes to hell. Uh, where they go, uh, ranking, uh, they rank six wrestlers, six horror movies and six monsters. If you get it, that's six, awesome. six. um, so yeah, definitely listen to that. And today they dropped, uh, their, uh, visits to Tavern, which, uh, with, uh, anti hero SOS, uh, his name is Scotty O'Shea. Um, and actually they, they had a pretty cool message to him. He went for a, uh, emergency brain surgery. but um, oh, wow. th- they recorded this a couple of wow. weeks ago, um, but yeah, he just he went in for emergency brain surgery. So they, you know, they sent their well wishes, and obviously, we here at the Chick Foley Show we want to send our well wishes yeah, to him as well, definitely, um, and hope for a speedy recovery.
2: Sure. Uh, Sorry definitely. to bring
3: it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we were getting
2: yeah, we were yeah, gonna, we we to get was, to get a little way. too jovial on the show, so let's get yeah. the rock yeah. back up. Yeah. Sheen, you ready to give away uh, Cactus Jack?
0: Yeah, it's weird. I usually have the figure here to to hold. So Seth, do you have it with you, or did you did you fail to do the the job for me this week?
2: No, he's sitting over in the pile to get shipped out. So he's already in the express lane ready to roll out. Everybody knows what it looks like, though. This is the ringside exclusive uh, Cactus Jack Elite. Sheena is going to announce the winner, and I'm going to hit the drum roll.
0: The winner of the ringside exclusive Cactus Jack figure is Randy Smith. Dude, congratulations. That is an epic figure. I'm so stoked for you. longtime Foley fan member. So, uh, yeah, he's, well he's a well deserved.
2: superstar. No, no, uh, yeah. no first time in the line on this one. So that's yeah, right. Randy, the Ram slide into the DMS, give us uh, that shipping address and we will get cactus Jack headed your way, man. Um, we'll remind you guys to use code chick Foley to save 10% on all of your figure purchases. And speaking of that, we'll go ahead and get into next week's giveaway. It is going to be for uh, the man who's going to whoop Bobby Lashley's ass this uh, this Thursday, at uh, this coming Thursday at Crown Jewel, uh, the one Yikes. and only Bill Goldberg. So this is the top picks, comes with the uh, the Blue Universal title, mm. and it can be yours. All you need to do is just shoot a screenshot to either Marco on Twitter or Sheena on Instagram, showing that you listen to this week's show, and we will announce the winner Um at the start of next week's episode, yeah. And uh, if you, you watch on YouTube, you can
0: just take a picture. You can just take a screenshot of the YouTube too, so you know that yeah, works. That too. works too.
2: We're making. You guys have multiple avenues that you could uh, that you could use to get into this contest. Uh, you guys ready to get yeah. into our topic of the week?
0: Let's, Let's go. Do so go.
2: Marco kind of hinted at it at the start, talking about Turnbuckle Tavern. Their debate this week. Um, they the topic was actually is. Roman Reigns overrated, or has Roman Reigns heel run been overrated, I think was the specifics on it. Um, The OG Fig Kid, the staple of the Turnbuckle Tavern, Tom Montalto, also a premium Foley fan member, uh, he really kind of came off the top rope on Roman, specifically talking about how Roman is no Kenny Omega. And, uh, you know, it was like uh, Hulk Hogan, you know, when someone hurts your pride, you know, you got to take a stand. You can't let it slide. I had to jump in our Turnbuckle Tavern uh, group chat. And I really kind of just, went, I, I, you know, I gave Tom the business a little bit, and then that kicked off what ended up being probably about a four or five hour back and forth. I mean, we we need yeah. somebody to go back and um and kind of recap like the actual count of the messages. I I said an yeah. idea we could do the first ever scripted uh Pod Foundation episode and just reenact the entire uh text chain because. It was kind of me and Marco on one side. Marco was really going hard, but I was I was I was doing some shit around the house, and I was still sliding in with some jabs every once in a while, backing up Marco (laughs) against all the you know the Turnbuckle Tavern crew. They were repping hard for Kenny. Jordan was coming in every once in a while on the on the side for Kenny, but we went back and forth for a long time, and it kind of it really ended up blowing up. And more than uh, than Roman and Kenny. It was kind of like your overall philosophy on on wrestling. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Marco, uh, what what was your take? Because you and you and Chad were really kind of getting uh, getting half <laughs> hot at each other, man. I you know I thought these cowboys were shooting there for a little bit.
3: Um, yeah, no, obviously it's all it's all fun. You, whether I mean obviously whether a, with a group of people that can have a debate. About something and not go too crazy without like flying insults at each other. Actually, they, I mean, he was <laughs> kind of throwing insults at Roman Reigns, but I was, I was keeping it clean. I wasn't saying anything bad about Kenny Omega. I was, you know, throwing out straight facts,
0: taking and the stuff high like road.
3: That, but, um, yeah, I was taking the high road on, on, on most of it. But no, he wasn't going too crazy with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't too bad. It was, he said, you, you know, we, you got to rep for your guy. I mean, I, I love yep. Kenny Omega. As you can see, I'm wearing a Kenny Omega shirt right now. Um, but, you know, when it comes to the, the rain's train, Mandy, the rain's train doesn't stop for anybody. Yeah. Not even, it's, it's not even no station.
0: Yeah, it's going a, a full steam ahead right now. I literally, yeah. it was the day that I was traveling to Kentucky from Virginia to Kentucky. So I was driving like the whole first half of the day, you know, and all of a sudden I get, I get to Kentucky. I open up the, our pod foundation chat and like the messages just explode. Like, it's just like this, like, like you know, just messages flying up. And I'm like, what the heck happened? You know, and I see people like, you know, arguing and like throwing, you know, like little lighthearted jabs at each other. I'm like, what did, did the Pot foundation implode while I was gone? What happened here? And I saw, I saw that it was like all the, the Kenny and Roman talk and I went back and caught up on it, but yeah, it was like hundreds of messages for sure.
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty epic, man. We used up some serious data uh, this week. So yeah. with that in mind, um, we kind of decided it was a little bit of a slow week in wrestling news. So we're basing the entire main story this week is Roman versus Kenny. I mean, I, I, I think it's pretty much unanimous across the wrestling fandom that these are the two biggest stars in the wrestling world right now. And we're just going to have it out. You know, it's primarily going to be, uh, you know, Jordan versus Marco here. I think they're the uh, probably the farthest apart on the uh the two sides mm-hmm. on this argument. I, I lean Roman, but I can still respect what Kenny's doing. Um, Same. Sheena's is a little yeah. bit, you know, probably the most in the middle out of all of us, but we got it I'm down a Libra. To five I, I, I
0: like to, I make a, you know, my whole life's work is to like, keep the balance, keep the peace, you know, be like a, and I can empathize and see both sides of, of, you know, the, of an issue. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm here to kind of help you guys get through this and work through this. And we're going to figure out who, who is ultimately the, the best of them all.
2: So we're gonna the categories are gonna be in ring, promo, presence, look, and then we'll close it out with overall. So uh we'll start off with what I think is probably gonna be the uh the least debatable. Um we'll go with in-ring and uh Jordan, I'll toss it to you first, man. Who is better in ring out of Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns? All
4: right, so this this I think is the one where I don't even think it's really arguable, honestly. Like, dude, Kenny this dude literally was known as the five star bout machine. Like whatever you yeah. want to say about uh, Dave Meltzer and his stupid ratings, I get it. Like uh, Dave Meltzer, they are stu- they are stupid. Like whatever, we respect Uncle Dave, but he's still a dickhead. Yeah.
2: Um, he's the but, definitive source, though. You know he he yeah. he is man. And
4: I, I don't even like look at people's ratings per se. It's just like I I just look with my own eyes. Like and with my own eyes, like I can definitely see that. Kenny is is superior in the ring. I mean, it's really not debatable. Like, Kenny's moveset, it works against anybody, right? I mean, he can do his moves against anybody. Not saying Roman can't. I'm just saying, like, Kenny has so many moves in his repertoire, and he uses every one of them in every match. Granted, he has started leaning more on the V-Trigger. He does that fucking 8,000 times a match, which I don't love now, but... I mean, dude, when you go back and watch New Japan, Kenny, like, no matter who he was wrestling, it was a straight banger, no matter who it was. Like, dude, he could have a five-star match with a young boy from New Japan, and it'd be completely fine.
0: A nine-year-old girl.
4: Yeah, like, dude, Kenny just, (laughs) he just puts on matches. Like, dude, he's just a showman. I mean, more than anything, that's what he does. And, like, dude, Roman has gotten a lot better in the ring, Mm -hmm. I'll admit this, and Everyone here knows, like, I was the biggest Roman hater up until the last year. Like, dude, I couldn't stand the dude. I didn't like what the dude did. I just, I felt like it was so repetitive. It was the same thing over and over. The dude has grown in the ring a lot. I will say that. His move set is a lot better now. He he uses the moves at the right time. It's just not like the five moves of doom, you know? Yeah. It's, it, it feels more well-rounded now. But... Yeah, I mean, for me, th- this is an easy one for Kenny. The, to me. the
0: one-winged angel is definitely a much more protected, deadly move than the spear, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. or the Superman punch. You know, yeah, like there's no, there's no debating. Like it's taken several Superman punches to get people down before, and several spears to get people down before. But when Kenny hits that one-winged <laughs> angel, dude, it, it's lights out. It's it's over, you know. And so. nobody
4: nobody uses that move other than him.
0: Right, it, true, it's yeah. his
4: fucking move. Like, yeah. dude, one-winged angel, like. When you think of that, you immediately think of Kenny. Like when you say spear, like dude, you, you could think of a number of people that have used right. the spear as their finisher. I mean, it's not like it's a unique move to Roman. Like to me, the shield power bomb is more of a, a unique move to Roman for me. like Because right. the spear is not a unique move. I mean, it's just not. And then I did say he has overused the V trigger, but that dude, when he throws that knee, there's sometimes, I don't know how the other dude gets up, honestly.
0: Kenny goes so fast in the was ring, crazy. too.
4: Oh, my God, dude. I thought he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this yeah, is yeah, a neck, neck a good injuries. point. I think that's
2: the one... I uh, I think that's that's something that really kind of separates Kenny's of speed. He moves within the ring. That's something that Seth used to have before the knee injury. That's kind of been missing. But yeah, he like Kenny like it seems like he is sprinting when he's like running the ropes for that V trigger mm-hmm. and, and the other moves he does. And I think that's something that really sets him off. Uh, right. Marco, I'm gonna toss it to you, man. St- strong opening argument from Jordan. Do you have a rebuttal <laughs> for Roman being better in ring than Kenny Omega?
3: Yeah, I think I I think I said that in the uh, in the we were having that you know, discussion in the group chat that obviously Kenny Omega is like wrestle circles around Roman Reigns if, when it comes down to game time. But obviously they have their, their different styles of wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where Roman Reigns is more slow and methodical. Kenny Omega is at, like you said, that speedy guy. He's, he's running all over the place. Uh, yeah. The other thing we'll commend Kenny Omega for is he does, uh, he's been working, I think with a back injury for a while. Um, yeah. If, if anyone, I'm not sure if it, that's a, it's yeah. not public knowledge. I don't think, I think it's just like, you know, things I ever said here and here, but yeah, he's definitely, he's injured and he's still like, you know, performing at a high, you know, right. um, at a high, uh, what do you call it? The words escaping me. A high level, level, high caliber. High level, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, hats off to, 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 definitely Kenny Omega, but like I said, it, you know, it's, it's, it's all subjective too. It depends on what t- style of wrestling you like as well. That's, I mean, This is what's going to come down to the subjective thing. So do you like the slow methodical? I have a lot
0: of feelings like that. Yeah. Where it's like, it really depends on what your criteria is for all of these things. And you know, the, 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 What you like in wrestling, like, you know, we're, we'll talk about yep. this more, but like, you know, like if you like the WWE style or if you like the indie style, like there's all kinds of preferences that go into this argument, you know, I mean, no, nobody's arguing that either one of these guys could be number one or number two, you know what I mean? Or yeah. they can both yeah. be number one, just in different ways. So yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love, I love this discussion because again, it's just like so subjective.
2: Sheena yeah, the other thing about is, uh, that too is Sheena is riding yeah. that fence hard, folks. If uh, you guys didn't think that it read between the I'm a, lines, I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm
3: not gonna ride the fence, but obviously I'm gonna defend Roman, but you have, you have to give props to the other guy as well. Like it, it, it depends on what you like, like we said, it depends on what you want to watch. So like when I when I want to see a style like Kenny Omega's, I want to see him wrestling that style. I don't I don't think anyone else can wrestle that no. style of wrestling that he does. Like I, I love Daniel Bryan. I love all those guys there at AEW. But that's everyone. a lot of those guys do that style of wrestling in AEW. Mm-hmm. And he's that guy that does that, the best side of all of them. So when it comes yeah. to the sports entertainment side of things, Roman Reigns right now is the, he, if you want to say he's the best sports entertainer that they have. Um, what about matches?
0: You, so here, like, you know, and we can even make it as of late, because if you want to talk about since Kenny's been in AEW versus like since um, Roman has been a heel in WWE, I would say, The Roman has had better matches in that period of time than Kenny. I mean, like,
3: yeah, Um, yeah, because we we talked about this. We talked about this like uh, before when uh, Dynamite started. That when Kenny first, when AEW first started, we weren't getting the. I don't care, you guys guys can deny this all you want, but we were not getting that New Japan Kenny. No, we were not. That's. And he
0: was was doing a lot of tag team stuff in the beginning when he was relying on the bucks a lot. So it was kind of like, you know, he was, he wasn't standing on his own. Whereas like Roman, you know, he hasn't been in the shield in a very long time. So he's been growing and evolving his singles career this entire time. You know, he hasn't really kind of like fallen back into being a tag team wrestler ever since he broke back or. Broke away from the Shield, you know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you guys all shook your head. You don't think you don't think Romans had some great matches as a heel he with like, like Kevin he Owens and Daniel Bryan oh, and freaking think, um, uh, Drew McIntyre.
2: I mean, I don't know. I did, I wasn't super impressed with Master Drew McIntyre. To me, the Roman matches that stick out since he came back was the Hell in the Cell match with Jay Uso, the WrestleMania yeah, Triple J. Threat with Daniel Bryan and Edge, and. I don't know I mean that's really the two that really go above and beyond for me whereas Kenny has had the tag team match with him and Hangman against the Bucks is one of the best <laughs> tag team matches of all time his one on one match with Hangman on pay-per-view last year was incredible um he had a hell What of a match. about him
0: as champion? You're okay, you're right. I, I should have said I should have clarified since Kenny has been champion um his his matches now. I didn't mean all of his since like, he's like since champ, he's been
2: champion um I mean, yeah, he's had, some who's great had the matches. better
0: championship run, you know? Well, I yeah. think Roman's
2: had the better championship run because he's been dominating so much where even though he's cheated, I feel like he's cheated in like a less underhanded way than, uh, right. than Kenny. But um, yeah, I don't I, I think Roman's been a little bit more dominated in the ring. But now we're talking kayfabe because I was going to the thing I was going to say is I think even though we're on agreement that in ring, Kenny's got, you know, Kenny's got a leg up on Roman. If We're talking kayfabe and I, I mentioned this in the group chat. Daniel or uh, Kenny Omega just wrestled to a 30 minute draw with a guy that Dan, uh, Roman Reigns stacked a hall of famer on top of and pinned right. at WrestleMania. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not, it's not a shoot. It's a work. And if we're talking to work, the arguments already mm-hmm. been sold for in force and ring Roman over. Yeah. Kenny. But uh, we know it's a little bit yeah. more complicated than that. Um, you guys we, ready to talk if, for a, go ahead, Marco.
3: Yeah. We also can't forget his match with, uh, with, with Daniel Bryan, his Daniel Bryan's last match on SmackDown.
0: Um, oh yeah, that was also
4: a title defense, and yeah. that match was awesome as
3: well. That was so. an
0: awesome match. Yeah, I was, in, I was in the Thunderdome that for that. Yeah. Yep.
4: When Sheena said two years, so since Kenny's been in AEW, I was like, guys. We're not gonna just like sweep the center of the rug that Roman was wrestling Baron Corbin 18 months ago true. in fucking <laughs> dog food match. Like we're not just gonna sweep this under the rug like that didn't happen. That everybody fucking has, happened.
0: Everybody has their their you know peaks and valleys. Okay, Jordan, that, that's, that, that, No, That is that's not,
4: not a valley. That's yeah. the Grand Canyon.
0: That is not <laughs> there, that is not a reflection of Roman Reigns. That is a reflection of horrible writing, creative and booking like that. That is just terrible. That that has nothing to do with Roman. Yeah, so okay. also,
3: I gonna, so before we go on to the next one, I was also going to mention this. Like they both kind of had the same, like for the past two years, right during the pandemic and all this stuff. Well, Roman wasn't really around during the pandemic, but before the pandemic happened, they they both had this kind of path where they were just like kind of floundering in their yeah. respective companies. Mm-hmm. Like, like obviously, like you know, like we said, Kenny Omega wasn't the Kenny, Kenny Omega we seen in New Japan. He was kind of, you know, like you said, tagging up with the young finding box. Finding place, yeah. You know, losing to people and, like, you know, not having the greatest match. Like, remember the match he had with Pac?
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: that, that, that was a match that signified, like, to everybody that, like, everyone's, like, collective thing was, like, this isn't the Kenny Omega that we've yeah. seen dominate in New Japan. Like, when, when that match happened with Pac, it was just the weirdest, most awkward yeah. like, match. Like, either their styles clashed or it was just – I don't know. They weren't prepared for it. It it It's just.
0: On that same, on that same note, I think the, one of the biggest things that like in that same vein is that they've always presented Roman as a freaking top, as the top dog, as the big dog. Like it doesn't matter. Even if he was, even during his suffering succotash, Promo. He was still presented like he was the big dog. You know what I mean? Like the company was behind him. Whereas like Kenny, we were all hype when, when AEW, uh, when Kenny and them started AEW, cause we were like, holy shit, we're going to get, you know, new Japan, you know, bullet club Kenny in this new company. And it, it wasn't presented like that. So it's kind of hard like to work backwards. I've talked about this before, you know, like now we're to believe, you know, and of course we all know because we're, you know, but in kayfabe, or if you're you just started watching AEW you're supposed to believe that this is like the best wrestler in the world and he came into the company kind of in this slump where he wasn't really like doing his normal thing and he wasn't presented as such a big deal i mean you had like mox and chris jericho and all of them being presented and even hangman being presented as a bigger deal than kenny omega um and so it's kind of hard to work backwards from that and now tell them like oh well this is the best wrestler in the world you know and we've gotten past that but i feel like that was a huge hurdle in the beginning whereas with roman there was never any doubt that he was supposed to be the guy you yeah, know, what, I think
2: that was what, due to uh, that was just because they were making a concerted effort to not push Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks out of the gate because the big fear that was that AEW was going to be TNA 2.0, where you know Jeff Jarrett was the the owner and also like the main event talent, and I think they just were really uh, they they True. may have leaned a little too hard into that direction they at did. the start of it, yeah. and you know obviously they've corrected it since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. Kenny was uh, it took a little bit before he was really presented as. As the, you know, the best wrestler in AEW. Um, all right, let's talk promo. So I'm going to put Sheena on the spot first on this one. Who gives the better promo, Kenny Omega or Roman Reigns?
0: So this is a very broad topic because I feel like you could go a lot of different ways depending on what era of Roman and stop Kenny. Fence
2: riding, that stop fence writing. Stop qualifying are your answer. talking about. Answer <laughs> you the know? question, Sheen.
0: So I'm going to say, don't at me. Right now, Roman Reigns is cutting better promos than Kenny Omega because I just feel like he just feels very authentic in what he's doing. He feels like a badass. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like he's trying to be a heel, which sometimes I feel like Kenny is really just trying to like be over the top and that's kind of, you know, maybe that's part of his part of the gimmick of how he gets heel heat. Um, but I feel like Roman just his his presence is what makes him a heel. His badassery is just what makes him a heel. Um, and he doesn't have to like, you know, give over the top promos. He just says what he means. um, And then, you know, walks out of the ring. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, Oh, only reason Roman is over is because he's got Paul Heyman. But I, I, don't think that he's that Paul Heyman is being used in the same capacity that he was used with Brock. Like he was straight up Brock's mouthpiece. Like Brock just showed up kicked ass and that's what he did. He never spoke or anything like that. Whereas Roman, he's literally cutting all of his own promos every once in a while, you know, um Paul will jump in or Jay will jump in um, and say something, you know, but ultimately like Romans carrying his own weight in, in his promos. And at this moment right now, champion versus champion, I, I take Romans Romans promos.
2: All right, Marco. We let uh, Jordan kick off the uh, in-ring portion. Uh, we'll give you first stab this time. Promos, Kenny or Roman? I think Sheena had a. Uh, she she kind of nailed it as far as, as my thoughts on the two of them. Uh, what's your take?
3: Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think I have to add add to anything. <laughs> besides, uh, I mean, you know, they both have their. Uh, obviously, like Paul Heyman isn't the isn't an advocate right now. He's just a part of the council. Um, mm-hmm. So he, He's the he wise he, man. He consoles. He's the wise man of. Uh, yeah. Of Roman Reigns, so he doesn't need him to speak, he's just he needs him to reassure, um, kind of like how he did, uh, let's, let's say last week when, uh, um, he made you know, he had uh, Paul Heyman tell Brock Lesnar, you know, in person that he was gonna beat him, like that type of like he'll he'll say what right. he needs to say, he's um, the messenger. But, I feel yeah. like
0: I feel like uh, Heyman is the messenger, yeah, you know,
3: yeah, his role is completely different with uh, with mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns is always able to speak, even when they you know they had that first shot of them together, and we were just like, "What the hell? They're together!" And then the next mm-hmm. week on SmackDown, you would think you know Ro- uh, Paul Heyman was going to cut this like crazy promo on how you know how they got together and all that stuff, but it was it was Roman that actually cut the promo, um, mm-hmm. that you know claimed that he was ahead of the table and all that stuff, the tribal chief, all that. So like, yeah, I mean, and you know with with Kenny's promos, you know you have Don Callis in there; that ta- he talks a lot. Um, I
0: think Don Don talks. I think Don talks more than Paul Heyman. Don carries Kenny's yeah, promos is. more than Paul carries Roman's promos for sure.
3: Yeah, and I said and I said this before too. Like uh, the two bad Chads kind of called me out on this. Um, I love Kenny Omega. Like he's one of my favorite wrestlers, but I I don't buy him as a heel. That's that's my biggest thing. Like if he was just like a kind of like you know rode the fence a little bit and he was like kind of like good guy bad guy, I could buy that. But as a like It just comes off, I think like to me it comes off comedic when he's trying to be like 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 he's trying to be like this badass dude. And maybe that's not his angle. Maybe he's not trying to be a badass heel. Maybe he's just trying to be. I don't think he is. I
0: don't think he is. See, I I think the smarmy kind of smart ass, like obnoxious mullet and like over the top like clothes and like Attitude and everything to me, I like that. I like that kind of heel. You know what I mean? And it it, it works for me. I mean, a lot of people say it comes off as comedic. I don't mind a little comedy. You know, again, this is totally like what your preference is. Whether you prefer the Roman style, like you know, just beefy badass, or you prefer like Kenny, who is just like, you know, he's going to show you when he gets in the ring, but he's kind of like playing mind games the whole way, the whole way there. You know, and I, 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 I'll go on the record and say I like, I like heel Kenny. Way better than I like face Kenny, one hundred percent.
3: But see, my thing is, I seen I seen the smarmy, smart Alec heel, and that's Seth Rollins. He does that way better than Kenny does. Uh, he's yeah. more believable as a as a heel to me than yeah, exactly. That guy in the back there. He's he's more that character. is like he's so. My thing is, he's he's in Roman's position, Kenny Omega, and he's trying to he's trying to play Roman as a. He's trying to do the same thing as Roman does as a champion, and he's trying to play Seth's character as a as a as a ass heel, basically. And he but Seth does, did
0: it as champion too, so I mean, it no, I'm not saying
3: he does like, it better. Like can he, can, I just don't buy it. Like I can see Seth Rollins, and I can believe mm-hmm. he's gonna do something. He's he, I can believe he's a heel. I can believe he's a, he's a, he's that character. Oh yeah, Kenny gives
0: me total, total asshole vibes. I think (laughs) I I feel like I I believe him one hundred percent. Like I I feel like he everything he does. I'm just like, oh, he's such a douche. You know what I mean? And that's that's what Mm -hmm. he wants you to feel and think. You know, Um, so it 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 works for me. I'm interested to hear what hear what Jordan's got to chime in on this.
2: All right, Jordan, let's hear it. All
4: right, so and both of you started with. Okay, so like, let's just take this last year and a half run of Roman, and we'll talk about just those promos. Like, hold on, so we're just gonna ditch everything before that and act like that never happened. Now, What's like the evolution. No, 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 no. We're we're gonna we're taking the whole thing of both these wrestlers. We're comparing them as a whole, right? Like that's what we're doing. Like we've talked about Kenny and New Japan. We've talked about Old Roman. Like so, as a whole. Dude, Roman Reigns was shit on the mic until he got with Paul Heyman. Heyman oh, did help him. Whether or not you guys want to admit that Heyman helped him a ton on the mic, he did because he makes him feel more sure of himself. The same way he does with fucking Brock. Look at Brock on the fucking mic without Paul Heyman. It's like, yeah. Jesus, Oh right. gosh. Here we go. Don't you guys remember when Brock got on the fucking mic and Paul Heyman was like, Oh God, here we fucking go. What's he going to say <laughs> yeah. now? Like, dude, yeah. that's, I feel like that's where Roman was when Paul G- Heyman got with him. Like Heyman just gives him that level of like confidence. Like you are the baddest fucking dude in yeah. this company. He Sorry, doesn't have
0: guys. to de- 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 declare anything anymore. He just, you know, he just Sorry, says Sorry guys, as if, if you have
4: kids when I'm on this show, it's not PG. It's, it, <laughs> I, I kind of shoot it out a little bit here. So, um. <laughs> Kenny, like, I get what Marco's saying. I completely get it. Like, it's hard to buy him as this person because he is so nice. But, like, dude, Roman's the exact same way. Seth is the exact same way. Like off camera they are like the nicest guys ever so like you have to like put that put that Mm -hmm. away like dude kenny reminds me of like a sleazeball like car salesman kind of dude right now like that's like the vibes he gives off to me and it works to me like his fucking hair his facial hair yeah the way he comes out to the ring it just it's just all douchey like it it, it's not the same as roman because he's not he doesn't come off as like a straight like I can I can destroy you in two seconds, but you still know in the back of your head, man. Kenny Omega can still pull out the cleaner and kick anyone's ass when he talks on the mic. Like, right? I do feel like they lean on Callis way too much, and I don't like Don Callis at all. Like, I never have.
2: It's just one of those you things. You don't again, like the jackal? No, I, uh,
0: <laughs> I I didn't like him at first, but he grew on me. I kind of I kind of dig Don Callis and what he's done with uh you know with Kenny and the Bucks and all of them, dude. I I I, I, I like it.
4: So I I guess for me, like if we're doing overall of like the specs of their career, I would go with Kenny on the mic just because I felt like that dude from the beginning could deliver a powerful promo. Yeah, they're leaning on Don Callis too much now, but dude, still, you guys don't think uh, Kenny Omega can come out and deliver a powerful promo with nobody else out in the ring? Like, dude, he could talk to an empty arena and I'd be fine with it.
2: I don't know. I've never been a fan of Kenny's promos. To me, that was always the weak spot, even going back to his stuff in New Japan. I felt like it was kind of just generic. I, I felt like I get it, to me, I feel like Kenny is acting when he's doing promos. You know what I mean? It never seems real to me. Um whereas there's a little there's just a little bit more realism from Roman. That's Dude that's Roman's a-
4: most impactful promo was when he announced he got fucking sick. Like, dude, up until that point, the dude didn't have an impactful promo.
2: What like, about when he what, was calling out Seamus for having tater tots? Get the fuck out of here. You aren't serious. What about when he told the Jack and the Beanstalk story to the big show?
4: Dude, Roman did nothing on the mic until... And it's sad to use that as the like his crutch for like his biggest promo. Because up until that point, there was no promo that you were like, All right, man, that's yeah. number, Roman's number one promo. There yeah. wasn't
2: one. It's it was Jordan, just a... Hey, I'm about um, to dunk on you, dude. I think the best promo. Uh, so I started back watching Wrestling Hardcore in 2014. The best promo I have seen in that seven-year period was the night after WrestleMania 33, when Roman got cussed out by the fans for five minutes, picked up the mic, and said, "This is my yard now," and dropped it and walked out. What's been better <laughs> yeah. than that in the last well, seven years? Man? I think we're also
3: forgetting the uh, the. I forget what Raw was. Um, where he came out, and I think I think Brock Lesnar was supposed to appear on raw and then you know roman came out and cut that promo like hey guess what guys guess what he's not here tonight just like he isn't any other night blah blah and he just went on that whole thing about like
0: oh, how, yeah. How, oh yeah. He's a work, yeah
3: and then like they did that thing yeah. where he went back and he got in that confrontation with uh with Vince McMahon. um they, like see that that's a TV that was a memorable promo because everyone's yeah. actually on his side because people are just like, what the hell? This dude doesn't show up with the bell, blah blah. blah. I think that was like leading up to when he actually beat him. It might have been that. No, nah, that, uh,
2: that was that was before WrestleMania team? 34 when he ended up getting beat too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. SummerSlam was the one where he finally beat him. So. Yeah, but- yeah, he's at it. He's at it. He had a few gems mixed in with the duds, but yeah, you're right, yeah. Jordan. We, we can't forget about him getting dog food smeared on his face by Baron Corbin and stuff. That wasn't that wasn't as long ago as it seems, man. Um, yeah. But let's the, go like, to uh, go ahead, Marco. Yeah,
3: I was gonna say the other thing too is like. Kenny of the Bucks didn't start dressing like that until Seth Rollins did. So let's just oh, yeah. throw that out there as well. So yeah. that wasn't like an and, they, and to me, like I said, that like he was the drip, doing god, that the drip
0: and, god definitely originated that for sure.
3: Yeah, and then they try to copy him, like try to be like super obnoxious and wear crazy stuff. Like that's why I don't buy it. That's why they – like anything they say, anything they dress as, I've seen that already. And one man did that. True, but you can't look,
0: you can't look at, you can't look at the elite and just not think like, this is just a bunch of freaking bros, dude. (laughs) These are like, these are like (laughs) straight up bros. And they're just like those, those guys that are like only cool to themselves, but they are so confident in their like coolness in their pack that they just exude straight douchebaggery, you know, and... They come I, on
4: onesies, for God's yeah, sake. exactly. I, I usually get worked hey, into hey, a... Hey, but... talking,
0: don't be talking shit about rompers and onesies, okay? Yeah. All right? I'm, I'm, I'm,
4: I'm, gonna, need, I'm gonna need y'all ripping to... ripping on your clothing line. We're talking about a dude wearing it.
0: Oh, no. Marco called me a witch one time on the show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're <my>, closed. <laughs> yeah. I need y'all to back up off you my don't rompers. You're talking
4: like a witch. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and, yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. About, uh, Let's go to the next category. This one is probably the most subjective. We're going to talk presence. All right. So this is really just kind of the vibe you get when when they come out, how they carry themselves in the ring, um, backstage promos, all the above uh sheena who's got the better presence out of roman and kenny
0: oh it's 100 percent roman reigns has got the better presence dude like roman comes out in 4k looking like a freaking greek god you know what i mean just straight up like freaking cal drogo walking to the ring you know um and he's just got this like al pacino tony soprano energy and like meanwhile like Kenny gives you more of like the Joe Pesci energy. You know what I mean? Like he's like, you know, the, the funny guy, the little funny guy. And then you got, you know, fucking Tony Soprano over here. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, Roman all the way.
2: Yeah, I agree. When Roman's music hits and the, the slow entrance, like, it's, it feels like the most important thing in wrestling when he's making his entrance. So yeah, the music, I, I go Roman also. The
0: music was a huge upgrade, dude. The music is straight up video game, freaking boss battle, it, dude. It's like, a tragedy you know. that he didn't have yeah. that
2: music for his entrance at WrestleMania this year. Cause yeah. It, WrestleMania 30 37 that may end up going down as like the peak of Roman reigns. And it's just a shame that when we go back and watch it, he won't have that new, that new music. Cause the entrance was yeah. still Epic with the, you know, Paul, maybe they'll rock in the lays. Yeah. If they can, I'm cool with them going back and retroactively stitching that music in, uh, Marco, I'm pretty sure where you're coming down on this side, but I'm gonna ask you anyways, presence. Who's got the better presence between, uh, Roman and Kenny. Uh, it's
3: de- definitely Roman. Does, I, I mean, Jordan is probably going to say otherwise, but like, like, I mean, she'd already hit it, hit the nail on the head with the, just a presence just just how he like carries himself when he's walking down to the ring. Um, just hold the way he holds the belt. It, it's just a, just a presentation overall. Just, yeah. just a look like he, like he, when he, when he, when he's on that stage, when he's getting ready to walk down that, like it's all business. He's not, mm-hmm. he's serious. There's no smiles. There's no joking. It's it's game yeah. time with Roman Reigns, and you don't the see that. The only thing
0: the only thing holding him back is that giant CGI Roman that they always flash. Yeah, when he comes that's horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's kind of that horrible. horrible. Kinda that is, the, that is the freaking worst, dude. That is like a, a freaking buzzkill. One thousand. Like, you know, yeah. You hear, you, hear, you hear the music, you're like, oh hell yeah, you're freaking vibe into the music, and then all of a sudden you see this like.
3: Giant Roman Reigns. He definitely he definitely needs Reigns. He needs the Bobby Lashley uh entrance, the
2: Almighty entrance is probably the best with the lightning bolts the best entrance <laughs> that they have right there. Just I'm, a, just I'm against him. all of the augmented reality that David <laughs> <Edith> <laughs> had going on the, for the those last. Things, few those years. things those things are
0: already not good, so those things are definitely not going to age well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Those things are like well, we can look back on these matches in this like this period of time we're going to be like good God
3: You don't like the uh, you don't like the Bianca Belair lips with the
0: No. No. I don't like none of it. I didn't like it. i didn't like it when it was a when it was a cgi dog i don't like it when it's a cgi roman i don't like none of that get no, rid of good. it it's it's ridiculous oh, boy.
2: Uh, jordan you got any counter argument for uh, kenny having a better presence than roman Dude, you guys have got to stop saying like the last nine
4: months. Like, dude, you guys are killing your own <laughs> fucking argument. Okay, hold on, stop hold on. I'm saying a, I'm a, nine
2: months. We're talking like, dude, about right no, now. We talking about
0: right now. We're talking exactly. about right now. Exactly. They came out. They came out as the freaking number one and number two wrestlers in. I know. The freaking, I know. You know, I know. So that's what dude, we're arguing. But let me just let me just let me cut you off real quick. You don't. Know you're telling me when the freaking big dog is walking down through the I fucking haven't even audience said anything when yet he's, when he's walking down through <laughs> the. I don't care. But that's when he was. That's when he was spitting stuff in succotash he still had presence yeah he exactly down, dunna,
4: dunna, i haven't even said dunna, my point yet dunna, I, all I said was you guys gotta quit using the last nine months as your so only I, argument so, so for I, Rogan.
0: I, I rolled i rolled okay. it all the way back and gave you an example of why he's still badass all okay. right
4: so presence uh marco don't fucking start sighing <laughs> all right so here's what i'm gonna say it definitely feels, and you guys are going to be shocked to hear me say this, it definitely feels like a bigger deal when Roman Reigns comes out. Thank you. It definitely you. does. Hold on, hold on. But let me say this. When Kenny comes down to the ring to wrestle a match, that presence, you know that at any point you could get a five-star match with Kenny in the ring. So his his presence in the ring, I feel like, him getting into the ring for a match, his presence is stronger. If he's coming down just to cut a promo, absolutely fucking not. Like, dude, Roman Reigns literally looks like a million fucking dollars. Like, if you're going to, like, put together, like, all right, man, here's what our prototype wrestler, this is what we want him to look like. Dude, they're going to spit out Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. The dude, when he walks to the ring, it feels powerful. Like, the two bad chats are going to get pissed at me for for praising Roman, but... Dude, it, it just feels like a big deal when he comes to the ring like mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was as much before like it was still a big deal but I don't it just got hokey to me dude like it was just the same entrance every time like all right man now he's yeah, going to come down through the crowd yeah, like man. it it yeah, just man. I don't it, know. I, I think you guys are 100% right. The music makes it feel completely different. Like mm-hmm. that music makes him feel way more mage than the old music did because I think everybody was just tired of hearing that fucking music. Like it, yeah. I was at least like dude, it just got to a you point where You should have new like, music
0: after they broke up with the Shield for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, definitely.
4: yeah. They shouldn't have just gave him that like a custody mm-hmm. battle like when the kids <laughs> yeah, were yeah, the Shield gimmick. Up. Like Yeah.
0: I, and, he, just, and he still wore shield gear for like years. And it was stupid. Like for
4: for what? Yeah. Like what, what was the point? He was so,
0: hanging on. He was hoping, you know, that I, his I'm would gonna, come back together. I, I'll
4: dude. give this one to Roman just because it does feel like a bigger deal when he walks to the ring right now. Yeah. Because they have made him feel like a million dollars. And dude, having Paul Heyman at your side, I don't fucking care what anyone says. When that dude is your manager, your advocate, your fucking counsel, whatever you want to call him. Dude, you know the big match is about to go down when Paul Heyman's out there. Like, Paul Heyman is there for the main event and the main event only.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'll, and I'll give I'll give Kenny props uh, real quick because when he squared up with Daniel Bryan, you got you you got that feel of like badass Kenny. You know what I mean? Because we're used to him being like jokey and having the elite out there and kind of no. just like cutting comedic promos and stuff and making corny jokes. But like when he squared up with Daniel Bryan, like. He, he had that intensity. You know what I mean? Like, you could just tell like, oh, shit. And like, that's oh. when you're like, that's when you start to like, take that step back and think like, oh, God, this guy could like kick that's my in, ass. That's yes.
4: in ring Kenny presence. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. But that's still presence. You know, like if he yeah. if he used that more than he used the, you know, the joking, you know, yeah. elite Kenny, um, I feel like people would be like, oh, damn. You know, I, agree. Um, gonna, but I mean, I don't, I don't again, I don't hate the jokingness. I don't hate the lightheartedness that that Kenny brings to his matches in his presence. But it does feel good when you're just like, damn, this is the this is the best wrestler in the world. You know, like uh, I'm about to watch the best wrestler in the world.
3: Yeah, I'm going to give I'm going to give that. Uh, I'm going to give that to Daniel Bryan over uh, Kenny Omega. Sorry, when that that match uh, happened, it was I don't care what anyone says. That was more wanting to see Daniel Bryan face. Kenny Omega, true, but this Kenny was the Omega promo before the Daniel match. Brian. Like this
0: was when they were just like when they were making the match when it wasn't, um, you know, like still before Daniel they actually, Bryan.
3: yeah, it was still Daniel Bryan to me. Not because no, no. he was it's a former It's Brian Danielson. De- Brian Danielson, yes, he's a bigger <clears throat> name out of the two, technically. So, oh yeah.
4: my god, <laughs> Marco, stop! It's no. uh, I. You no. say I mean it's true.
3: No.
2: I would rather see Kenny. I, I kind of got to roll with Jordan on this one. I, I'm over Daniel Bryan. You guys Danson, no. <laughs> whatever you want right. to call him. I've uh, I talked about it a few times. Like it, the fans are the ones that have pushed him up, man. Like I, I yeah. he is great. But he's not an all time great man. God, like, I, God
0: forbid, I, God forbid the company push somebody that the fans want them to push. That would, exactly. that would be fucking terrible. Yeah, dude. it's
4: awful.
2: It's
0: not, I
4: mean, that's not f- that's not that's that's yeah. not what Seth is saying, though, dude. Like I get what he's saying. Because like when when the fans push Daniel Bryan, I was one of the people that was like we're really going to believe that this fucking little short dude is better than fucking uh, Triple H? and all? I, come on, dude. Like, Hold just, on. He, beca- so- he
2: became just the, the avatar for the fans. It wasn't so much oh. about him. People yeah. just left on to him, and he became like, okay, we're going to hijack the shows until we get Daniel Bryan in every main event. I mean, you saw it at WrestleMania this year. I guarantee you the original plan was Edge versus Roman one-on-one. But we had to get Daniel Bryan in there. I'm, I'm no. surprised. I'm surprised Daniel Bryan hasn't been inserted into the main topic of this podcast and we didn't make it a three-way between Roman and Kenny and Daniel. You know what I mean? Like It's that's so it's become a meme at this point. Like anytime there's a big match coming on, you'll see, you know, people like Steel Real to Us and like Atomic Elbow, they'll make the memes of no, now it's a three-way with Daniel Bryan jumping in there. So yeah,
0: like, you know the, the meme of the guy licking his chops. Sometimes he sees a big
2: match. Right? Yeah, it's <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Bryan. Like,
0: Get, yeah, I mean, get, get, Jim get Brown was match. put
3: in there because of Edge. Because Edge couldn't ta- have a match with Roman. They couldn't well, do a 30-minute match. K, we're
0: talking kayfabe, yeah. though. Does, that's, Clearly kayfabe.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's no way that would... I mean, that match would have went off with... Roman and, and Edge. It would have been an awful match.
4: Um, yeah, dude. Marco, you lost me a little bit with when you said Daniel Bryan better than Kenny. Absolutely. Let's, let's put it this not. way. No.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on. You're talking about short people. Take Kenny Omega and put him in that position that Daniel Bryan was in. You're gonna say the same thing? That he's gonna be Triple H and Dave Batista and Randy Orton and all these people? Dude, Kenny Omega
4: pinned Okada, dude, without any fucking gimmicks. He just pinned him. How many times? There was no Okada? He he didn't need the fans going, yes, yes. He just fucking went out there and pinned him. Even when he didn't win, he still looked like a million dollars, did he not? I mean, but how many matches did he have with Okada before he beat him? Uh, My point is, is every time Kenny wrestles, he looks like a million bucks. You're telling me, Daniel Bryan, every time he wrestles, (laughs) looks like a million dollars? Dude, all Daniel Bryan did was lose his entire
2: first three years in WWE. What are you talking about? He got over by losing. Well, he, I mean... (laughs)
3: If you want to, go, I don't. Kenny Omega's lost too. I mean, it's like uh, he's not like them on this
4: unlimited win streak. <laughs> but you're, you're literally sitting here and saying that that Daniel Bryan is a better wrestler okay. than Kenny Omega. I'm but,
0: not going. Okay, I'm going to cut Omega this off. I'm not going to allow. I'm not going to allow this. You know, this slander <laughs> on the planet's champion. Okay, we're not <laughs> even talking about him tonight. So I'm not going to sit here and let you guys just slander. I'm not slandering him. I'm man sick and drag, for him. and drag yeah. his and drag his good name. <laughs> through this perfect soil. You know what I mean? That, that he helped to foster. Oh, <laughs> He's God, the planet's Gina. champion. Forget <laughs> okay. Daniel
2: Bryan. Most, most overrated guy of the current generation for sure, Daniel Bryan. Oh
0: my God, get out of here. Let's go. I don't,
2: even, go. Think a, I don't even think that's a hot take. <laughs> Let's go to the look. All right, so uh, the the look between Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns. You know, that's one of Brett's, uh, that's one of his three big categories how he rates wrestlers. The in-ring, the promo, and the look um i'll start off first in promos i like roman's look in ring i like kenny kenny always has fire gear looks like a million bucks roman's still rocking like the cargo pants Car-ing. i don't really know why i'm I'm not a fan of uh for for main eventers of rocking pants like that like andrade is doing something similar andrade in aew is wrestling in like dress pants like he looks like he's wearing fucking dockers <laughs> or something and it just takes him down a notch i i feel like roman if He just went to like regular tights or something um, would make it look a lot better. He's still rocking. If they're not the exact same, they're very similar to the pants he was wearing with the shield. Um, But yeah, I think Roman could evolve the the ring gear a little bit. So I'm going to give the overall look to Kenny, even though both guys look excellent in ring. Uh, Sheena, what about you? Who's got the better look?
0: I think Roman's got the better look. I think just as far as like straight up like athleticism, if you're just looking for somebody who's just like the statuesque, like version of somebody like an an athlete, like I feel like Roman is like that, that mold, you know? Um, And of course you have those guys like Kenny that are, that are out there that you know they're a little bit smaller um they're freaking kick-ass um i like i like kenny's look i like the obnoxious i like the mullet i like the little glasses i like everything he's doing right now um and again like you said he has always has killer gear but i'm gonna go with roman simply because like again just i think it all kind of like uh, encompasses with it like with his presence i think it all just kind of like molds into one like his look kind of just helps with his presence so i'm gonna say he's got the better look
2: all right jordan
4: I mean, if we're going off, like, just, like, actual look of the person, like, Roman obviously looks like a million dollars, but, like, ring gear-wise, like, I'm in 100% agreement with Seth, like... Dude, Kenny's ring gear is always fire, and he always has new Mm -hmm. ring gear. Like, dude, they're they're always rolling something new out for him to roll to the ring. Like, as opposed to Roman, like we've added a gold glove. Like, that's the that's the big (laughs) that's the big upgrade we've made to Roman's gear. (laughs) Roman Roman's
0: got Roman's got multiple kids, dude. Don't be like Kenny's probably spending like freaking thousand dollars every time he gets those new ring gear. He's thinking like, damn, I could put one of my kids through college, but you know I gotta keep buying this fucking ring gear. You you know what what I mean?
4: Roman ain't making like a trillion dollars a year. (laughs) can't afford new ring gear like get the fuck out of here (laughs) yeah it
2: came out this week that roman is selling more merch than any heel in wwe history
0: wow i
3: can bet
2: yeah yeah uh marco who's got the better look kenny or roman
3: uh yeah if we go definitely if we're going by look it's definitely um roman reigns over kenny omega we didn't say gear so we gotta throw gear out of it if you're going by look as in presence yeah definitely definitely roman reigns is the better looking of the two like if you put the two champions next to each other a picture, or have them stand side by side who are you going to look at it also obviously it's subjective but just on <laughs> yeah. presence alone who's going to look like a champion they both have their belts <laughs> on their shoulders they're both shirtless they're both standing there who are you going to say looks as a better champion i'm going to go with roman
2: that got yeah. a borderline erotic there marco <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're
4: it <laughs> hey up. Yeah Hit the porn hub music set. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright let's uh Let's wrap it up We'll, we'll go one by one we, We've talked presents We've talked promos We've talked look we talked in ring Um Overall Sheen Who's better Kenny or Roman
0: Why do you go with the, the freaking fence rider first Um Man okay
4: I mean you can still ride the fence Nobody here is going to judge you
0: This is true Um So what I will say is both men are amazing. I enjoy watching um, AEW and Kenny Omega, and I respect everything that Kenny has done as he's climbed, you know, the ranks and literally held titles in multiple companies, like multiple titles in multiple companies, you know, and and fought on some of the biggest stages outside of WWE uh, and sold out arenas. However, I feel like overall Roman, like, people literally tune into SmackDown just to see what Roman is going to do. Like SmackDown, it could be the drizzling shits and people are literally going to tune in just because they want to see what Roman is going to do. Whereas I don't feel like people have that same energy. Like they're not tuning into AEW to see what Kenny's doing. Like there's a million other things on AEW that people are like excited about that aren't Kenny Omega. Um, and I mean, like, again, you could bring that back to like, well, that that means that AEW is better than WWE if they have more things that people want to Tune in for, but the fact that people will still watch an hour and 30 minutes of the drizzling shits to see what Roman is going to do like that, that shows you what kind of pull he has and what kind of draw he is, and you know how captivating he is. So, I'm gonna say Roman Reigns is overall number one.
2: All right, Jordan,
4: dude, the biggest we're talking about wrestling, okay. So, the the biggest criteria for me is the actual wrestling, dude. You can throw all this other shit, look, presence. you can throw it all out for, for all I care. Dude, I'm here to watch wrestling. They could not do another promo for the rest of eternity and I wouldn't be mad. Like, dude, I'm here to watch... Two guys wrestle each other and put on the best show possible for us. Isn't that like the joy of going to a live show is, dude, all you have to watch is the wrestling. You don't have to listen to the commentary. You don't have to listen to anything else. You're just there for the wrestling. And for me, if I'm just going for just the wrestling, dude, Kenny Omega just... Marco even said at the beginning, and dude, this dude stands Roman Reigns till the end. All of you guys do. And Marco said at the beginning, This dude would wrestle circles around Roman Reigns. So for me, if I'm going on just straight wrestling, which is what I base mine off of, I'm going Kenny.
0: And see, myself, I like storytelling. I love the in-ring wrestling, but I also am here. I'm here for the stories, and Kenny is a master storyteller. And he's, like, very patient with his storytelling, too. I mean, he can literally, like, tell a story over the course of, like, multiple years. Whereas, like, again, I don't feel like Roman has... I mean, Roman doesn't have that much like it, or he didn't have that much like creative control. So unfortunately he doesn't have the power to like continue storylines from like three years ago or four years ago. But I mean, look at all the stuff, with just like Kota Ibushi, you know, that like periodically yeah. would like peak up in, you know, while Kenny was in, you know, new Japan and all that kind of stuff. I feel like, and all that stuff is really meaningful to the people who are paying attention. So I feel yeah. like, yeah, he's a, he's also a master storyteller too. I'm not backtracking on what I said about Roman being number 1, but the in-ring a work bit. is amazing <laughs> and, <I'll> the, need <laughs> your and the storytelling <laughs> is amazing too. So,
2: yeah, for me, um I love what Kenny does. I love what he means to to the business, but again, going back to the presence thing, Roman just feels like the most important thing in wrestling right now. So, at this moment, I think Roman's number 1. Uh, Marco, what's your pick?
3: Oh man, why'd you give me the last the last decision for this? This is horrible. I mean, what you kind of
2: you and you and of Chad's epic back and forth is really kind of what inspired this to be the uh, the main topic for this week's show. So you're gonna have well, the yeah, last I mean, word on this one.
3: I mean, we weren't really breaking it down like we were like you yeah, like the, all the categories and stuff. We were just going back and forth, uh, just like tit for tat with different things for each guy and stuff like that. But I'm trying to tally up what we went through. So we had in ring, Kenny Omega, right? right uh promo we had kenny omega or do we have i think kenny like, omega was a promo right yep yeah um, presence roman look I mean, tie Tie. yeah so i mean overall i mean i'm, a, I'm, I'm the same thing as Sheen. I'm, I'm a storyteller person i love i love the whole story of a match before it actually happens um Rest, i mean, I don't want to say the wrestling is secondary, but you have to be. To me, you have to be hyped up for the match, like you—you you, you have to want to go see that match. Like they in any type of any type of like combat sport, boxing, they have you know they have their pressers where the boxers go back and forth. Same thing in the UFC, they have you know they have their presses. They go back and forth. Like at you know Conor McGregor. Words matter before a fight happens. So if you get the two people jarring at each other, you know, selling the fight a lot more. That's going to, that for me personally, again, subjective, that's going to, that gonna, I'm going to favor that more. So I'm going to go with uh, Roman just based on that, just for the, just the, just that part, just the overall storytelling and then the in, in-ring stuff, you know, to me so is secondary.
0: Three to three to one Roman to Kenny. Is that what All we're right. So the in. It's a surprise, but you know,
2: yeah, we probably got some heat with the two bad Chad, so we'll we'll make it out to them and play their ad for their podcast right now.
3: Drop by and visit the Turnbuckle Tavern, where every Thursday we give you the most in-depth analysis of all things AEW, as well as dive into impact wrestling, NWA, and all things indie. If you like heated debates, compelling interviews, and a shot of nostalgia, you'll love the Turnbuckle Tavern. Available on Apple and Spotify. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth.
2: All right, it's time for the Royal Rumble segment. Sheena's up first this week. So uh, Mandy Rose going up against uh, Raquel for the NXT Women's Championship has been announced for Halloween Havoc coming up here in a couple weeks and it will be a spin the wheel make the deal match mm-hmm. so sheena let's hear what gimmick do you want to win oh i just botched the uh soundboard hey time. we're talking about
0: halloween havoc so you know fuckery is uh is abundant <laughs> you know what i mean guess. so the wcw production yeah. sheena
2: what match do you or what gimmick do you want to win
0: um. So they haven't announced what the what the gimmicks are, have they? Did I miss that? Okay. So I'm just making up my own gimmick. Yeah, um, we don't
2: know what I was going to be on the wheel. Okay.
0: I, I didn't. I, I didn't think I missed that. But um, I'm thinking like a headless horsewoman match, <laughs> where uh, the the first woman to incapacitate their opponent and then stuff their head into a jack o' lantern <laughs> wins the match. You know, <laughs> dude, would that not be like perfect Halloween havoc fuckery You know, it's actually uh, not
2: whoa. the craziest. That's actually not the craziest thing I've heard. That's, Listen, I'll give okay. you. Points. That's pretty creative. The headless horsewoman match. <laughs> yeah.
0: On a serious note though, really quickly, I think it would be cool. I know it's kind of like Taker's gimmick, but I wouldn't um, mind having like a women's like casket or like buried alive match. I think that would be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it'd be pretty neat. But yeah, uh, let's go
0: let's let's shoot for the headless horsewoman. I wanna see I wanna see freaking Mandy Rose with a freaking jack-o'-lantern like stuffed on her head, you know. <laughs>
2: Uh Marco, as we're recording right now, actually we just kinda it, it just wrapped up. So the the anticipated 30 minute head to head between SmackDown and Rampage, who is gonna come out on top on the ratings war?
3: Um I mean I watched earlier, so I know they you know Roman didn't appear yet, Brock Lesnar didn't appear. Uh so it seemed like they were saving them for that that uh last you know Fifteen to twenty minutes of the of the show. I think uh, I think uh, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks started at the ten o'clock hour. If I'm not mistaken, um, so that I mean that's going to draw people in anyway, just to see them too. Uh, so I'm going to go with. Uh, to win.
2: Marco just turning up that heat. We're gonna get with our uh, yeah, AW brethren over at Turnbuckle Tavern. <laughs> no. We'll see. The numbers don't lie. I'm sure, you know, there, so I'm sure you know we got all the ratings nerds out there, so I'm sure we'll have reports probably before we even end up uh, yeah. before got, we finish recording got Tony tonight. Tony
0: Khan's panties in a wad, dude. He was like, he he had to go live and say, you know, I, I got more money than they do. Like I can go ad free thirty minutes. You know, the last thirty <laughs> minutes of every show. You know. Yeah. So all right, we're
2: we'll gonna see let if our he, guest into uh, the bargain. We're gonna let our guest Jordan go next. Uh, hit row after uh, Swerve Scott losing the North American title this past week on NXT 2.0. Uh, they are most likely main roster bound. I, that should be the next time we see them. Um, they have made a pretty big impact in NXT. They got over immediately, won some gold, but they're heading up to uh, to SmackDown now. Uh, Jordan, are they going to rise to the top or will they be a flop?
4: First of all, I fucking hate that they called them up already. Like, dude, they were just now getting over in NXT. I loved them in NXT. The, everything, we've talked about this numerous times, dude. It, for some reason, when they call people up from NXT, they lose something. So, based on the history, I'm going to say they're going to flop on the main roster, which mm-hmm. I hate saying, because I absolutely love this faction. I think these guys are great. They
2: yeah, I'm worried about it. It yeah. seems like another another classic thing where you take a nuanced gimmick from NXT and they just take one or two aspects water of it and it just down. yeah, and make that the whole focus of it and water it down. But we'll see. They're going on SmackDown, so that's good. I'd much rather want to go to SmackDown than Raw if I was a talent coming up. But yeah, I, I'm a little bit worried about them. All right, Marco, we're gonna kick it back to you. So GCW had their Fight Club pay per view this past weekend. Uh, GCW is making a strong case for passing up Impact as the number three. Um, organization in North America right now. It was another great show. Give us a thirty second review of the pay per view.
3: Oh man, uh, did you? I mean, hopefully you guys watched it. Um, oh yeah, I watched that, it. That main event was a uh, was something special. I mean, if you if you love the uh, Matt Cardona Nick Gage match, then you'll definitely love this one. This is just balls to the wall, just like even more blood and guts. Um, you posted a picture earlier with with that explosion of uh uh, fluorescent light bulbs over John Moxley's face just and that was just a tidbit of the match but yeah no, it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was there too how could you how could you hate that I
2: mean oh yeah yeah Mick Foley coming out to uh to present the uh the the world championship yeah that was that was awesome man yeah, um, to Sheena.
0: Do you think do you think it was a bigger deal than him presenting the 24/7 championship? <laughs> uh,
3: no, the 24/7 championship is, is where it's at. It's
2: still standing yeah. strong. It's eternal. The 24 <laughs> championship, the 24/7 <laughs> championship is eternal. Yeah. Uh, Sheena, We're you're up We're going to hit our uh, our bonus category. So you're recording inside state lines in the state of Kentucky right now. We want you to go rogue, go against the grain, go against uh, you know, your birthplace. You got 30 seconds to explain to all the Mm -hmm. listeners why Popeyes is superior to KFC
0: oh man it's only 30 seconds i think you know being from kentucky people automatically assume that you like you know horse racing and kfc right that's the two things that people associate kentucky with and i don't really care for either um i'll eat kfc in a pinch but dude they cannot hold a candle to popeyes like first of all um the colonel you know white people notoriously under season their food so you know what i mean like how are you gonna have a white man as your mascot right uh, and uh <laughs> freaking dude, I-, I i want some like good seasoned fried chicken and popeyes always and also, what? Am I lying? <laughs> am I lying? Oh,
2: you guys not are even touching did... that one.
3: you—you uh, you, you guys are worried about the uh, the two bad chads. We got to worry <gasps> about some other other people getting upset <sighs>
2: I know. She's about to get our podcast canceled. Maybe we're not going to hit. It's a good thing we didn't make any big plans for a milestone episode 150 because, uh, yeah, it may not be happening now. Apple think is no. probably going to take us off the air. I
0: didn't even, I didn't even, you, got, you guys, you guys got all got all in your feels. And I didn't even get to touch on my, like, they, all the seasonal offering or the limited time offerings that they have. You know what I mean? Like, you're liable to just pull up to freaking Popeyes and they're going to give you some, like, gator bites. You know what I mean? Like, you never know what the hell, what they're going to have. And KFC don't ever have shit like that. So. <laughs> Popeye, Popeye's all the way,
2: 100%. All right, let's drink to that. All right, it's time for the weekly beverage break. Uh, Sheena, you can kick it off. Try not to offend anybody. Uh, what are you drinking this week?
0: I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't offend nobody. I offended you oh, guys. your
4: beer
2: seasoned. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it's seasonal, right? Um so uh it's a it's a crisp hazy apple urban artifact um bushel spiced apple goes. So the it's fuck?
2: What's the actual beer called? I don't
0: know. Or it's called Bushel I think is the name of the um of the beer. So it's by oh, okay. Urban Artifact and uh it's called Bushel. I guess it's like a bushel of apples, right? And as a spiced apple goes. So it is a 4.2% alcohol by volume, and um, pretty freaking tasty. You guys know we're, we're all about the sours and the goes, uh, and it's perfect, you know, spiced apple for the fall. All
2: right, Jordan, what are you drinking, man?
4: I'm going to give you guys two, because I, I drank two different beers tonight, and this one was awesome. This was my first one. So I did uh, Monster Mash was the first one. Like, dude, I love Halloween. Uh, it's pumpkin ale. It's brewed by the Spencer Brewery in Spencer, Mass., which marco huh (laughs) uh so this one was really good this is probably the best pumpkin ale i've ever had honestly because you know like some of them like it's just overpowering this one was really good and then uh a beer to uh make brett man absolutely love me we're drinking some stay puff tonight that's
2: awesome dude
1: so that it's by awesome.
4: it's by Wild Onion Brewery. It's a brown ale with toasted marshmallow. Mm, um, this good. is phenomenal. So I'm going to send one to Marco and I'm going to send one to you guys, too. So thanks. Uh, awesome. Sure, yeah. Make sure you guys both have one. because What's the it's uh, damn good.
2: what's the ABV on that, dude? So this is a five point five. Oh, nice. That's pretty light for a brown ale, man. Usually those hit pretty heavy. Uh,
4: it's really good.
2: I I kept it mainstream this week. I started off with a uh, a Modelo, you know, that's like the classier version of Corona, and then chased it with the uh, you know the unofficial beer of the Chick Fil A show, good old fashioned Miller Lite. Marco, what are you sipping on, man?
3: I started off with the Broken Skull because obviously that's the year long uh, IPA of choice. IPA, Uh, yeah. uh, Even even during Halloween because has a skull on it. We we established this last week, Uh, but I'm sticking with the uh, with the Rosemary's baby. Uh, pumpkin nice. ale. Um, I love it. It's it, it's a it's it, it does have spice to it. It's a, it's not spiceless,
2: so she would definitely love it. <laughs> but Your um, your yeah. beer
0: is seasoned, Will. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, let's get into the figure four. All right, it's time for our weekly recap of the latest in wrestling figure news. We'll start it off with a live review of Unrivaled 7. So, uh, you know, again, change up to the uh, to the format. I'll be showing off the figures instead of Sheena this time. We'll go one by one. Uh, you know, we're going to do the how many Marcos. So this is a 1 to 10 grading scale. So, uh, Marco, Jordan, have either one of you guys gotten these yet? Yep, mine got here today. Nice. Marco, you had a chance to see these in person yet? No, not yet. All right, so here we go. So we will start off. We'll do a. Uh, we'll we'll rate these two together, man. We'll we'll do the tag teams together. So let's start off with FTR, Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, the guys with the names right out of a uh, you know Facebook wrestling name generator. Uh, in their white gear with the red jackets and the AEW belts. Uh, Sheena, you can go first. How many Marcos do you give these guys?
0: Are we rating them as a tag team? So just like yeah, we we'll do these uh, as, a, as a team. Okay, so um, I'm gonna give them a. I'm gonna give them a six. Um, we got Dax kind of bringing down the average a little bit because I actually really like the I like the red and white gear. I like that they come with the tag belts. Um, the face scan on Dax is a little bit off for me. It doesn't really capture him. It just kind of looks like you know generic bald man um, for the creative player. But yeah, I'm gonna give him a six as a tag team
2: uh Marco how about you?
3: Uh, I haven't seen them in person but I've seen the pictures I'm gonna go I mean they I'm gonna go with Sheena. they are they are pretty generic looking uh nothing stands out except for the, the you know, obviously the red jackets are pretty pretty bright but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with a 5.5
2: for the five right. point5 uh, for the FTR uh I'll go next to me I'm giving these guys like a four man the the ring gear and jackets look great but these head sculpts are <laughs> atrocious. I think they're right in the mix with um with Pac from I think that was AEW series two uh, yeah. for being yeah. the worst head sculpts we've seen from the line so far. So still love everything that that AEW and Jazzburgers are doing, but these ones just missed the mark. I'm actually considering um taking my uh, revival elite figures, which are are right back here, if you can see and doing a little Frankenstein action and maybe taking the head sculpt off of those and popping those on the jazz Wars figures to see how it looks. Cause yeah, these these I guess I can't ride with these guys. I, I love FTR <coughs> revival, whatever you want to call them. I love these guys. And, um, these do look like if they had proper head sculpts, they would be kind of like the definitive revival figures, but it's just not connecting for me. So not, not a fan of these cause of the head sculpt. Jordan, what say you
4: dude? I think all you guys are high. These are fucking atrocious. those head sculpts are so bad like dude it ruins the figure like dude all the all the stuff that you can say right about these are ruined by the head sculpts and this was the two figures i was most excited about in this line i'm going three and i still think that might be high honestly those (laughs) head sculpts are miserable they look like two guys that were walking down the street and they're like all right i'm gonna sculpt your head real quick and that's what we're going with on the revival like, dude, come on, man. But
2: let, let's be real though. Even man, in cash yeah. is okay, but the Dax one is just horrible, dude. Dax looks horrible. So but this bad. just this
0: just goes back into like they can't even capture them. Like these guys, um, you know, it's it was like the running joke in NXT. Like nobody could tell them apart. You know, like it was just kind of like, uh, oh, you just guys. You guys are the most generic. You don't have anything that stands out about you. You know, and granted, we love FTR. They're badass wrestlers. Like we love their style of wrestling. I love their style of wrestling. Um, but yeah, they're they're very generic looking. It's bad. Yeah. All right, let's go on to
2: the second tag team in this set. The Bucks of Youth, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick, rocking the Lakers gear. Uh, Jordan, you can go first this time, man. How many Marcos do you give these figures?
4: So as bad as the rev- or FTR is, these make up for it. These are awesome. I honestly think these might be the best Young Bucks figures so far in this line, and I loved one a lot, but the- these are phenomenal. So I'll give these a 8.5.
2: Yeah, Did I love them too. Did both the other
0: sets have soft goods? Is this the first one that's got the the rubber jackets?
2: Um, no. So series one had soft goods jackets. Series three had rubber vests. So oh, that's they right. They only had You're one right. set with okay. soft goods jackets. The, the 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 thing that was different on series three, which is why I still put them a little bit higher than these, is they had the uh, the actual tassels on the boots. These got like the oh. rubber molded tassels, which are cool, but they kind of spoiled us with that last set with the gold tassel. So. I'm gonna give these um I'll go seven point five, man. I and it would have been uh, they probably would have been around a nine if they would have had the actual like string tassels. Uh Marco, what do you say on these ones?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go uh I was gonna say the same exact thing. I'm gonna go seven. I think not having the the cloth tassels um, kinda killed it for me, especially with the the set before. I mean you're definitely getting the more updated look of the of the bucks, uh with the facial hair and stuff, but yeah, the just the just the gear alone kind of, you know. Killed it for me in that sense. It's kind of like all the warriors, um, uh, the Mattel elite. How they all have like kind of like the rubber everything, like nothing right. cloth except for if you got the Jax classic superstars, you you got the uh, the warrior with the actual cloth like tassels and stuff. But um, yeah, that, that killed it for me. So definitely yeah. a seven.
2: Even the Jacks, uh, the Jacks Bone Cruncher warrior back in the day had uh, had the actual string tassels, man. Yeah, so. I think it makes a difference. Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Sheen, how do you rate the the bucks?
0: Um. I'm gonna fall right in the middle. I'm gonna say 7.3, uh, just because I prefer a more colorful Bucks colorway. I think um, you know the the predominantly black base on these um, just kind of makes them a little bit flat. I do like the yellow and purple. The the Lakers look um, looks really good. I agree with you guys about the the molded tassels. I prefer the loose uh, fabric tassels, but the head sculpts on these are are good. I like the head sculpts. Um, so that's a win. So yeah, 7.3 for me.
2: All right. Up next, we got the Murder Hawk Monster. Lance Archer, super toyetic. is probably my most wanted guy in the AEW line. Um, I think they really nailed it on this figure. It's got the size, really cool looking ring gear with the black and gold. It's got, or the black and red. It's got his red um, braids. I'm going to go 8.0. I think this is an awesome first time in the line entry for for Mr. Archer. Uh, Jordan, what about you?
4: Yeah, I'm about the same. I, I'd probably go like a 7.5 to an 8. I, this is a really good fig. Uh, like you said, I was really excited to get this one and it didn't disappoint. So,
2: Sheena?
0: Yeah, I think I was super excited when they announced this figure. Um, and I'm excited to like get it out of the package. So for all you people that keep it MOC, you're never even going to get to see the actual murder hawk. So um, I'm pumped to get it out and see the back of it um, and see what the, the, the braid situation is back there. But yeah, I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight.
2: All right, Marco.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go even. I'm going to go with Sheena on that. Definitely an eight. Um, I was just actually just looking at the uh, the the Chase version of it. The gear is pretty awesome on that as well. Um, what I think color it's a pretty the good chase like, again. It's a. It's like a um, kind of like a metallic silver with red. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it, it looks pretty awesome. And the, I, I think the likeness. I think the head sculpt is really really good on on this as well um but yeah i'm gonna go with that i'm i'm, I'm comparing the braid to the bianca belair elite um, <laughs> if it's not up to par with that it might it might have to drop a few points the
0: bianca braid is awesome dude yeah they they, they nailed that i don't even look the th- the sad thing is is it doesn't look like i can't tell from the picture does it even is it even braided it looks like it's kind of like little straight strands uh it doesn't
2: yeah, they're braided. You can see. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's 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 got a little bit of, like, braid texture to it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's braided. All right, we'll wrap it up with what I think is the highlight of the set. Marco, you can go first on this one, since this is how many Marcos. What do you think of Nyla Rose?
3: Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome as well. And it, they actually, uh, ringside actually just posted her, the chase for that as well. Um, it looks pretty awesome. I, I I mean, I think this is probably, like, uh, when they announced it, this is my pick out of that whole whole line. Um this is actually probably my favorite one. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, just a, I mean it, it's, it just looks like an awesome figure. Um, that I think the head sculpt looks really good on it. Um, the I think the chase version comes with like an orange um, cloth, um, kind of like is it? It's, I'm not sure if it's like a robe or a vest that she kind of wears. Like, it's
2: almost know. like a, a scarf, man. I'm not uh, a. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's anything down the back, but yeah, it's pretty cool. This is uh I think this is definitely their best women's figure so far. This is the yeah. first women's figure that they've dropped. That Since. looks like it has, it uh, looks like it has makeup on, you know what I mean? Some of the yeah. women's face sculpts so far have like fallen kind of flat. Cause they just, they look like it's uh, you know, just more of a natural look. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like this figure a lot. I think I'm I'd gonna, give it probably 8.0. I'm going to
3: uh, give it a, I'm going to give it a nine.
2: Nice. Sorry, I'm going to give a uh, Nala Rosa a nine. Sheena.
0: No, I don't like this figure at all. Um I I will well, I, guess like. I shouldn't say it I shouldn't say at all. The the body and the ring gear and everything is okay. The face is atrocious. I hate the face. I hate the mm. wide open mouth. Like I feel it like I would have rather ra- like the, though, the picture because. on the box, I feel like I would have rather had like that like sneering like like, look, in like the wide open. Her, her mouth looks humongous. It doesn't even look I mean, like a real a big, mouth. It she's looks like a big like girl,
2: a... man. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is one. This is. I think I it's think the best so head too. sculpt in the series for sure.
0: The best head sculpt in the series. Yeah. No Rival way, Seven. Dude. I think it's
2: the best one. I don't know. I think they nailed okay. this figure. All right.
0: Yeah. I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it a five.
2: Uh, Jordan.
4: Uh yeah, I think this is this is great. I, I this is the best figure in this set for me. I, I'd go nine you. honestly on this. Th- this is by far the best women's figure they've done to date. Like yeah. I don't even think exactly. it's close, honestly. Yeah,
3: yeah. Ge- what if Jeremy, if you're listening, Sheeta did not mean any any word she said, and uh, don't block yeah. her. Yeah, maybe that apple
2: Blocker. bushel beer she's drinking is hitting guys, too hard. Guys- yeah, because this figure is badass, dude.
0: Like, yeah. Nyla Rose, guys worried, you guys are worried other- about me getting blocked, and you guys said that those freaking uh, the FTR figures are like th- freaking atrocious yeah. and miserable. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm more scared of Nyla Rose and, uh, than I am FTR. <laughs> and Nyla Rose, yeah, yeah. if you're listening, it's Chick Foley on Instagram. Uh, that's who you, that's how you want to. Yeah, we're <laughs> not shooting. We're not shooting at
4: Nyla Rose. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you guys bring. Nyla Rose topic. I'm
2: not coming on. Maybe yeah, it's, it's been <laughs> a while
0: since I've seen Nyla Rose in person, or like you know, I guess not in person, well, you but on seen TV. A figure in but yet
2: either this figure is awesome. It's it's I'm, by far. Yeah, I'm MVP looking at the ringside.
0: Set. I'm looking at the ringside photos. So yeah, maybe it's better in person because yeah, these ringside photos are not doing it any justice. Um, Remember, she breaks at all. bitches.
3: So I mean, yeah. you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> That's always in right my mind when I see you. Every time I see you on it's, TV, she just looks she like the Joker. Bitches, so. Like
0: the mouth is like. It's not even—it's not even like a yelling face, like an angry face, because her eyes are still kind of normal, and she's just like, like, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not I think you—you're
2: th- you're, yeah. you're on the—you're on an island on this one. I, I think it's an outstanding figure, one of the the definitely the best female figure they've done, and one of the best female figures of the year so far. Um, we'll make this next one quick, Jordan. I'll put you on the spot. So the Walmart Sting has been delayed. Is it going to beat series two of uh, New Japan Super 7 to the yes. States? Yes. You think it'll still be? Yeah. Y- I'm skeptical yes. that we're even going to see uh, New Japan Super 7 this year. So, yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. Um, going to the other side of the pond over in the UK, Chilla Toys has announced that Hollywood Nova is coming out to their line, which is going to be awesome. We're already getting Big Stevie Cool. Blue Meanie's already in hand. So, the BWO is complete. Uh, Marco, I'll put you on the spot, man. Now that we're getting the BWO, what is your most wanted figure faction that, that we don't have already?
3: Oh, man. Uh, since we have Haku, I'd definitely like to get like a, a like a Heathen And uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure if you could definitely, if you could do Andre. I mean, Super 7 does Andre, so his well, license I'm, might I'm be saying,
2: around. I'm saying any figure line. I'm not limiting you to Chella. Who's, if, oh, any, me, any yeah. figure what, faction? What's, what's a, yeah, what's a faction you want to see get done?
3: Oh, man. Um,
2: let's see.
3: Pro- I mean, no, it would be pretty cool. I mean, since I'm, I'm an ECW fan, or was when they were around, I want to say the triple threat.
2: There you uh, go. Faction. Oh, Chris Candido. Yeah. And uh, Bam Bam. Yeah, man, that would be cool. Shane Douglas. Triple threat
4: would be pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. I like that. That, that would be dope. Uh, Jordan, what about you?
4: This one's tough. I mean, I... Um, I, I do wish they would do um some more of the if we're just talking like Cella doing toys I would like to see them do um some of the NWO guys like some of the lesser known NWO guys like Horace and stuff
2: like that Not Norton. but I'm
4: yeah exactly I, I would like to see some of those lesser guys get get figs I think that'd be pretty cool to have some of those in hand maybe the
2: uh, maybe the NWO B team.
4: Yeah, exactly. Definitely not the A team. We don't need any more A team figures. We just need the B team, the guys that don't get figs.
3: Yeah, like yeah, like I said Vincent, we can definitely get him, hopefully. That'd be
4: awesome. Dude, I'd <laughs> buy all those, the Beats
3: <laughs> house.
2: So my dream uh would be this probably had to be a Mattel Creations drop. We need Mattel Elite Oddities, man. I think that would be so awesome. Oh, yeah, get, I like that. So we need, you know, we need Kurgan we need the ICP um, Golga to complete the faces of John Tenta. Give us Luna Vashon. You know we need a Luna Vashon elite, anyways. I I think you probably do those five and, and be all set, man. Um, but yeah, I think that would be awesome. Be those guys cool. are super toyetic, anyways. Um, they were over the crowd. popped anytime the oddities came out yeah. there during the uh, Attitude Era. But um, but yeah, I'm uh th- that would probably be my most wanted. Uh, let's get into weekly purchases. Um, so I'll, I'll go first. already showed kind of the highlights with Unrivaled 7 coming in. But we did have two of our legends from Target that, that made their way. The, uh, the JYD in the red gear. And then the WrestleMania 8, Roddy Piper. So big fan of both these figures. Um, we talked a couple weeks back about how... The red JYD kind of had a soft spot in my heart just because it's the matching gear from his LJN figure, which was one of the first yep. wrestling figures I really played with. And then I love this one because WrestleMania 8 against Brett is one of my favorite Bret matches. So oh, yeah. th- this is probably my most wanted uh, Roddy Piper figure uh, with the long hair. I would kind of feel like he needed to come with the IC belt. that really would have completed it, but, you know, it's cool either way. I, I have enough of those belts already, and I'm not an MOC guy, so it wouldn't have mattered. Um Really cool figure, big fan of both of these, and I'm looking forward. To hopefully, Billy Gunn and uh, Kevin Nash show up this week. Uh, Marco, what odds you grab this week?
3: Uh, yeah, just to piggyback off of the Roddy Piper thing, weird, weird thing by like son, like loves Roddy Piper because uh, we play. Uh, he plays uh, 2K20. I have 2K19 and 2K20, <clears throat> so like he picks us random people, and he'll he for some reason he picked Roddy Piper, and he like loves his entrance music. The bagpipes and everything, (laughs) which is pretty funny. But uh, yeah, he and I have the old um, the entrance stand. Remember when you could press the button?
2: Yeah, it's kind of yeah. The the, entrance uh, actually
3: have I have Jericho still. I don't know how I found it. I have I have the Jericho with the break the walls down, and I have the Piper one. But you press and he just it's annoying, but he presses it all day long just to listen to (laughs) bagpipes. So yeah, but um, yeah, so I got a. I mean, we talked about this earlier. Finally, it's in my possession. The debut attire for Jushin Thunder Liger, which is pretty awesome. And even the uh the if you notice like the the lettering and the packaging is completely different from the other ones. It doesn't have like the doesn't say Liger at the top. I mean mm-hmm. it does, but oh, it's yeah. in another language. I that. But uh, they cool. it, they kind of changed it up a little bit on this one, which is pretty awesome. I can't wait to crack this open. It's I mean we talked about this last week, the super set, I mean the Storm Collectibles. Uh, figures are awesome. I mean, they're insane. Um, this one it took me a while to get. I've been searching like high and low for a great price on it. Um, it's a it's the same person. It's Jushin Thunder Liger. So, has anyone ever seen this before? Oof. Blue Demon Jushin Thunder Liger. Wow, it's a that's knots, awesome! Knots exclusive uh, figure um, from uh, Stone
2: Collectibles. What's it exclusive? Uh,
3: it's notsnauts dot com. It's a
2: Japanese like website. Wow, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that so really cool. cool. thing. Yeah, Marco was, busting out the rare heat.
3: I had to save like forever on eBay, just like trying to like because nobody had it. It's like I think it, it was a so it popped up around the time when they first uh came out. So like the 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 white, the red, white and gold Jushin Thunder Liger, the black Th- Thunder Liger when they were on ringside when they first appeared. This showed up, but then it disappeared. Like. I seen it on eBay and it was I was gonna buy it but I didn't. Um, it was at its regular price but then after that it just went to like six seven hundred dollars. So I was like, yeah, I'm not paying. paying Jeez. For it. So I waited for like years for this and it actually I finally got one at a decent price and it's it's insane. It's a, it's so I know I, awesome. I have every single Storm collectibles, Jushin Thunder Liger, until they come out with the badass, man. another one. So yeah, so the collection. That's, a of a is collection.
2: Right yeah. That's awesome, dude. Uh, Jordan what'd you grab I know you got some heat you're about to show us You actually got a All right. super rare figure Alright
4: man this is gonna take a minute So alright we'll start with uh, Today I found the Hollywood uh, Piper um, John I found Nada this At the local John Walmart yep. this, this is quality One of these is coming to Marco too So he can look forward to seeing this next week And then I got We got Legends Piper just like Seth Ed
2: Copycat And then I
4: yeah, exactly. And then I also got the JYD chase with the blue pants. That <laughs> so
2: was I, like, I take it. I take it you're wanting the chase, Marco.
3: I mean, i I'm, I'm t- I
2: want both of them. But uh, okay, and we know you're a yeah. big JYD fan. Yeah. And,
4: and then I got a package from the Phelps. I got the Juice and Thunder debut gear, and then
2: I got this as well from the Phelps. Nice. So that's a down payment on that. Uh, that Hollywood Hogan and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Ultimate Edition, man. So don't yep. open it up because if those don't show up for the end of the year, I'm repoing that Sergeant Slaughter, man. All
4: right, and then uh, we'll get into the heavy hitters now. From uh, Stephen Odette in the Fully Fam group, I have made a trade for the Chase Slaughter. Beautiful. So, so what did you trade
2: for it? If you don't mind disclosing the uh, the terms of the arrangement.
4: So he wanted a um, SDCC GI Joe Snake Eyes that I had never seen. Okay, so I just you lost ordered me. it. F- I ordered it for him off eBay and that was the trade. And then the the most dude, I, I'm not kidding you. I've hunted for a long time. This was probably the most excited I've ever been. I got this today. I got the Darby Allen Chase with no sticker on it. Yeah, is it that the Chase cool, skateboard dude. also? Yep. Yep. I say,
2: yeah. So this is this is really kinda it's neat that you found this, man. Uh, a couple months ago in the Foley fam Facebook group. Uh, chalk line, Chad, Chad Roberts, he found the series three Darby chase with no sticker, but I want to say his, uh, I think it had the regular skateboard. I think it was yep. chase Darby. It was the, the, figure was the chase, but it had the regular skateboard. So that's the, right. that's the chase skateboard that came with yours, Jordan.
4: Yeah. This is the
0: chase. Yeah, it's got like this, the Hal Haney if, style. Does it got the,
2: uh, it. does it got the red number on the side or is the side the same as the, the regular one? No, it's, it's red numbered. Okay so the sticker just fell off the chase sticker just came off at some point yep. yeah yeah so um man I was jacked to find this
4: like I I had to like do a double take cuz I was like wait there's no chase sticker and then I sent it to the group and she was like, Oh, that's cool. Are you keeping that? And I was like, Fuck yes, I'm keeping it. And she's like, it Oh, it's the chase.
0: Yeah, it didn't even register because I wasn't, <laughs> you know, I was just kind of checking it while I was out with the kids and stuff. And I was like, Oh, cool, he found the, the unrivaled Darby. Or what's it? Not the unrivaled, the uh unmatched.
4: unmatched Unmatched
0: Darby. Yeah. And then um, yeah, I was like, Oh, cool, are you keeping it? I thought maybe he got it for somebody in the group, and he was like, Oh, uh, fuck yes. And I was like, Well, I need to look closer at this. And yeah, sure enough, I, I was like, Oh, damn. I sent
4: the picture of it to Seth first, and he goes, All right, what do I owe you, man? I'm in mean, to you forever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was going to hook it up. That it's pretty cool though, man. Are you, so you said uh you going to keep it, man? You going to sell it? What are you going to do with it?
4: So the plan right now is to keep it. I mean, if somebody made me a good enough offer, I'm sure I could be uh, persuaded to sell it, but yeah, as of,
2: as of now it's staying in the collection, so everybody's got a price. All right, let's hear from uh, right. our buddy Extra Cooler.
0: Hey everyone. It's Nick, better known as Extra Cooler.
2: Is there anything
3: better than diving back into the wrestling archives and watching classic matches from the past? Yes, there is. It's doing that with your buddies while cracking jokes and enjoying some ice-cold beverages.
0: If that sounds like fun to you, then be sure to check out my new podcast, The Extra Cooler Show, where each episode, my Survivor Series team and I review an old-school match chosen by you, the listeners. The Extra Cooler Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and
3: follow us for new episodes every other Thursday morning.
2: All right, a couple false starts on the uh, Sami Zayn music there. But it's time for How Mini Chicks. So this is where we grab one of our 1,000-plus action figures and reveal it live. So we're doing it... Um, Slightly different uh, version this week. Normally, Sheena is the one that is uh, popping open the Undertaker's casket and revealing the figure. I'm going to do it this week. And you guys ready? Yeah. All right. And the figure is. (laughs) so this figure came out in early 2017 at elite 47 i think i actually grabbed this uh off the shelf there in hawaii um he comes with his little dream catcher uh necklace got the red mohawk comes with this tomahawk and he's got the it's not it's not attached but it's also not detachable like the rubber like i don't know if you to call it a loincloth or whatever this is and Again, just like those bucks we talked about, got the molded tassels. Um, Sheen, you can go first. How many chicks do you give this figure?
0: Oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to give it... Because Tatanka only has two elites, right? He's got the Legends and this one, right?
2: Yeah, he had this Um, one, which is kind of like Tatanka's default look, and then he had... The Legends figure was based off his uh, look he had... Very briefly, I honestly I don't ever even remember him wrestling in the long tights, but that was something he had like the first couple house shows he was at.
0: Yeah, I um, I'm gonna give this a, I'm gonna give it a four point five, dude. I think, um, yeah, and this is a scale out of five. Just a reminder, I know we did how many Marcos on this show earlier, but this is just a this is a scale of one to five. Yeah, it's our standard review. Yes. Okay. Um, super colorful figure guy. I love, I love the red Mohawk, you know, the Rufio style hair down the, down the middle. I love the Tomahawk accessory, very unique accessory. And then, you know, the little, uh, like you said, dream catcher necklace or whatever it is that it comes off. So yeah, I think it's a really, really good looking figure. And All out right. of the two, I prefer this one for sure.
2: Jordan, uh, you're our guest. What do you give it?
4: this is a great figure. This is, this is like the, the elite that you keep of Tatanka in your collection. Like you said, I don't even remember the pants one, to be honest with you. Like I remember, I seeing, like I, I, I remember seeing glimpses of it and I'm like, they made a figure of this. Like what? the All right. But I mean, yeah, th- this is a great figure. I'd probably go four point. I'll go 4.3. All
2: right, Marco.
3: Yeah. Same hair. Um, I'm gonna go 4.5 on that one. I actually do like the white pants one too as well because the you know the white pants pop. On it looks cool. It looks good. Figure. I just yeah. had
2: no connection with it.
3: Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, they're pretty similar um, in that sense, except for, you know, obviously he doesn't have like the like you said like kind of like the loincloth there. But um, yeah, no, that figure is really awesome. It's you said the red the red hair pops the the dream catcher <sighs> necklace that he has on. It's just it's an iconic, uh, definitely elite figure
2: yeah this is yeah it's a great figure i'm gonna actually go a hair above you guys i'm gonna give it a 4.7 i think the only thing that is keeping this from being a perfect figure is that it didn't come with the big headdress you know he used to rock the big uh uh, yeah the big leather headdress i'm actually planning on grabbing a uh a couple of the chief j strongbow collector's editions that are coming out here pretty soon and um and, and swapping out one of those headdresses with a Tatanka. So hopefully that works out. Um, so this is actually going to be our highest rated figure in how many chicks ever. He has passed up um, Unrivaled Series 3 Darby Allen as the highest rated figure in wow. the history of how many chicks. So well done Tatanka. It's a, a monumental night for uh, the Native mm-hmm. American warrior. Uh, Sheen, do we got some listener mail?
0: We sure do. All right. Zach Hertzler says, if you were to pick a wrestler's entrance music to wake up to, which song is it? For me lately, it's been Hangman Adam page. And it makes me want to do some cowboy shit as soon as I wake up. So if you could set, if you could have an alarm, um, of any wrestler's entrance music, what would it be?
2: I mean, what better way to start the day than with the broken glass, man? There's no, you know, I I, I hit stone cold, Steve Austin, man, hear that glass go. You're going to pop out of bed ready to, uh, to whoop somebody's ass so yeah for me it's got to be stone cold
3: marco um i need I, I need a little bit of extra oomph to get me up in the morning so i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with diesel with that uh just, <laughs> <laughs> just to get me up and then get me going yeah and
2: then they right uh, yeah you got the, <laughs> the the truck horn and then ro- the roseanne theme music yeah <laughs> that's
0: right what about you jordan
4: Dude, my actual alarm is actually Samoa Joe's theme song. Like that's thats what gets me up and ready to go to the gym in the morning. I, I listen to that and I'm like ready to go.
0: Yeah, it, it, a Samoa Joe would be wouldn't be bad because it's not like obnoxious. When it, <laughs> well, the the first little riff is a little weird, but yeah, they this just kind of like like deep beats. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's not gonna like. I don't know if I would like the glass. Or the the horn, yeah, none of that's appealing to me. I like Roman's music. I think Roman's music would be nice and like chill to wake up to. You know, you just kind of start your your day on a badass note. You know, and it's kind of like low key. It's kind of like the same note all the way through, so it's not too much. You know, so I I would go with Roman. But I do like I I would have picked Hangman Adam Page if it wasn't for uh, yeah. That's a that's a really good one.
4: It's
0: a great theme song. Yeah. Um, Kevin Eugene says, do any of the three hosts, <laughs> now we, we have four of us here tonight, um, have a fig hunting theme? I guess like maybe some music to, that you listen to on your way while you're fig hunting, you know, to get you pumped up to like score some chases and stuff. Jordan, you're, you're our resident fig god. So what what do you do before you, what's your process before you, you go fig hunting? You got anything that you do ritual wise? So
4: usually when it's not football season, my ritual is to listen to the chick Foley show on Saturday morning before I go fig hunting, depending on where I go. Um, there's usually a podcast on in my car, no matter what I, what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, my, my usual go-to is a podcast, whether it's chick Foley show, uh, extra cooler, turnbuckle tavern. Um, but I always have a wrestling podcast on when I go fig hunt.
0: So th- there you go, folks. Uh, you know, the fig God is, he, he finds more, figures out in the wild than anyone else. And he listens to all of our pod foundation productions. So that is your pro tip for today. Make sure you're subscribed to all pod foundation productions and listen to them before you go fig hunting. Um, Johnny JB says, have you, have any of you ever seriously considered a career in pro wrestling? I did when I was 19, but I joined the Marines after nine 11. Anybody, anybody in the panel, anybody ever wanted to like legit uh, be I a pro wrestler? Really
2: the size for it, man. So it, I don't think there's any but, it was when you, really an but did you ever like
0: did you aspire to even though you weren't like you know was it ever something no, that you really really. would have my, wanted my to dream do? job
2: my dream job as a kid was being a ghostbuster so and being an actual <laughs> wrestler I don't know it, yeah as much as I loved wrestling as a kid for whatever reason it just never really clicked in my mind that it was something I was going to mm-hmm. do I think maybe maybe they just you know it sounds funny cuz being a ghostbuster somehow did seem realistic but to me the, the actual WWE wrestlers were always just so much larger than life that you know it'd be like want yeah. to be like a marvel superhero or something um when i grew up so yeah n- never really crossed my mind to actually be a wrestler
0: yeah same for me i never really wanted to be a wrestler um i was a hardcore like tomboy growing up um and you know the women's the valets and the women's wrestlers you know that were in, in while my childhood they weren't really like the kind of thing that i was like interested in like i wasn't interested in being like all glam like miss elizabeth or like you know being like freaking scary like luna you know like that was not my my thing i was like eh you know so that wasn't my dream job i never aspired to that marco jordan either of you ever wanted to actually be a wrestler
3: Mm, no not really no i'm I'm more of a watcher than (laughs) Um, spectator jordan i mean it never Uh yeah there are people that you know watch it and want to do it um i was I, i was definitely never one of them obviously you know with your friends you would do that type of stuff just like pull wrestling moves on each other, but yeah, I never wanted to like jump into it and, you know, have it as a career or anything like that.
0: Yeah. I always thought I could be like a performer, you know, I think everybody goes like, oh, I could be like, you know, a, uh, a singer or a dancer or something like that. And here I am, I have like a, you know, freaking fear of chronic fear of like public speaking and being in front of crowds and stuff. So I'm like, why would I ever think that I could do (laughs) that? Like, no way, Jordan.
4: So I had a brief moment in high school. We, uh, we would all, all of our buddies would get together for, the wrestling pay-per-views on Sunday night at my friend's at Tony's grandparents' house, his grandma's house. And we had a backyard wrestling league, but nobody would ever wrestle me because they were afraid they were going to get hurt. Cause <laughs> I literally, dude, I didn't know how to, um, you're how, to, how to lay back on the move. So if you got a powerbomb for me, you were going through something. So like yeah. everybody would always be like, I'm not wrestling Jordan or my wrestling name was J-Dub. Everybody would be like, I'm not wrestling J-Dub. There's, <laughs> there's no, there's no way I'm taking a powerbomb through a box. Like so that.
0: those, those poor, those poor wimpy kids freaking stalled your, stalled your dream of becoming a professional <laughs> he had wrestler. Work,
4: dude. You have to work on his craft. He's working stuff. He need to, I know,
3: yeah, you need yeah, to find, him. you need
0: to find some tougher
4: friends, dude. I was hitting the clothesline from hell on him. I was like, well, (laughs) probably not a good profession for me. I'm going to kill somebody.
0: Right. And that is all of our listener mail for this week.
2: All right. So Sheena, remind the listeners where (laughs) they can find you guys on social media.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. You can find Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. And as always, you can join our Foley fam at ChickFoleyShow.com. All
2: right. We want to remind you guys to use code Chick Foley to save 10% on all your purchases at Ringside. And remember to shoot us a uh, screenshot so that you can enter to win top picks Goldberg next week. And Sheena, it is time to hit the trivia question of the week. I'm trying to get a streak going, make it two straight for the first time ever.
0: All right. Let me let me look at this card real quick. Mm. All right. Who did Shawn Michaels defeat to qualify for the 1995 King of the Ring?
2: Hmm. It wasn't Kama. It wasn't Mabel. It wasn't Savio Vega. It wasn't Undertaker. Who did Shawn Michaels... I'm going to throw out just a shot in the dark new generation guess and say um, Jean-Pierre Lafitte.
0: Jordan, King you want to try Kong to steal?
2: Bundy. Okay. I, I got nothing.
0: <laughs> Never mind. She needs to give me answer. Sorry, I gave away the answer. Did either of you know to have a chance to steal? Doesn't look like you knew. <laughs> <All No. right. laughs> King Kong Bundy was the answer. King Kong All right, Bundy. She, wow. you stumped
2: us uh once again. Yes. Give us the uh give us some closing thoughts for this week's episode.
0: Um have a great day. Don't take your kids solo on a uh, on a twelve hour road trip. Take it from me, you know they're, they're they're always gonna be better in their own home. So stay stay at home base. That's my uh, that's my recommendation for the week.
2: All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to y'all next week.